Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. I am Danielle and I am so excited to be with you this week. I decided that we are going to get back to the basics together again and we are going to just chat. And I'm going to keep this intro super short as I tend to do on my solo dolo episodes, but I just wanted to talk to you about something that's kind of been on my mind as I tend to do. Maybe it will help you. Maybe this is something that has been on your mind. And that thing that has been on my mind is words. And in more simpler terms, do words hurt? Can words hurt? The impact of words on us. And I know that that sounds like a lot. And definitely me saying I'm going to talk about words is kind of hilarious given the sheer volume of words I speak on this podcast. But it's just something that I thought about. And not only words, but, you know, the thoughts that we have, I guess, I think more along the lines of like self-talk and how that affects us. And I wanted to share a story to kind of drive home the point of like words matter. And I'm not only just saying that in like a self-serving way of saying like words matter in general because this is my podcast and these are my words and I hope that they matter to you and I hope that they help you. Although that definitely helps as well. So without further ado, I hope that you are ready to talk all the words and I hope that you are ready to get back to basic. Okay, so like you just heard me say in the intro, we are going to talk about all of the words. And the reason I wanted to talk about all of the words and get back to the basic of words in general is because I kind of had this memory pop up and I wanted to share it. And not only did I want to share it, I wanted to explain how the impact of seemingly innocent words can really just either mess with you or if they don't mess with you, they can stick with you. And in a way, remind you, remind myself that words matter. Everything you say matters, you know, whatever it may be. And it can affect someone in a negative way. It can affect someone in a positive way. It can affect yourself in either of those ways. So basically, let's start with my story. I don't know if you know this, but I kind of sort of think I can hold a tune. And, and I also realized that in the way I just said that, it kind of lends itself to this conversation because it's obviously the words that I'm choosing to explain this. But the reason I use those words to explain this uh, will make sense in a few minutes. So when I was in fifth grade, I was in the chorus. And for the chorus, we performed in like the winter and spring concert. And when you're in fifth grade, we were, you know, quote unquote, the seniors of the elementary school. So we got to audition to sing and to sing solos. So I decided to do it. A bunch of my friends were doing it. And I said, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. And it was the year of 2001 to 2002. We had just experienced September 11th. So we were doing a like very patriotic, New York-themed concert in general um, as a tribute. So I auditioned, and it was very nerve-wracking. It was the first time I had ever done anything like that. I mean, I was 10, right? So how many other opportunities would I have had to audition or put myself out there like that? Which also could explain a lot about 
present Danielle, the fact that past Danielle put herself out there and the following happened. So I auditioned and then I think like a week later they were posting the solos who had gotten them. And I remember very vividly walking downstairs past the choir room and I didn't want to look at the list because I was a bundle of nerves. So I kind of ran by the list. My friends were yelling after me and I was down the hall when I heard them all yell my name and they were yelling, Danielle, Danielle, oh my God, come here. So I run back and my name is like first on the list and I screamed and I was so excited and I couldn't believe it. Literally was riding that high the entire day until I got off the bus at home and told my mom that, hey, I'm going to be a star. So fast forward to the day of the performance. I swear this has a point, so keep following me. So we were singing the song. My song that I got the solo for was Away to America. And each of us, each of us that were chosen had a couple of verses to sing. And then the entire choir would sing the chorus. So day of the show, I am literally so nervous. I was shaking. Again, 10 years old, never been in front of that many people alone. And yeah, you can imagine how I felt. So I sing the song. I sing my little part. And I knew that I kind of messed up at the end because I was so nervous. I still remember to this day my lines. I don't remember anything else from the song, but I remember my lines. And uh, just to give you a little piece, it kind of went like this. And please, no critiquing of the singing voice because, you know, the uh, PTSD of 10-year-old Danielle probably can't handle it at 30. Oh my God, I'm not 30. I need to, you know what I mean. So my point, my part went like this. Imagine little 10-year-old me and um, here we go. My grandfather journeyed like so many others. A new world was there to be won. You get the idea. Um, So on that last little word, I kind of remember messing up. And I was so relieved when it was done. I walked back to the chorus and my best friend at the time was standing next to me everyone was cheering you know standing up um it definitely made me feel good but when i got back to the risers where i was standing my best friend turned to me and said well that wasn't really your best in the middle of the concert and i'll never forget this smile literally just fell off my face i remember like almost wanting to cry, but I had like three more songs that we all had to sing. Um, And yeah, so that was definitely not fun. Um, Obviously the concert ended and and all the parents were applauding us and cheering for us. And, um, you know, it, it was fine. But those words stuck with me literally 20 years later, but especially stuck with me not long after that experience. And It took me a while to put myself out there again because of it, because here I was, this kid who put myself out there literally on a stage for the first time in my entire life, and I thought I did well. Even if in my head I knew that it wasn't my best, I still tried, and immediately I got tore down for it. So from that experience, it was always in my head that like I couldn't sing, I couldn't perform, I couldn't be in front of these people which totally lends itself to the insecurities or the stage fright that I have felt on other occasions where I was performing. And I mean, the whole point of that story 
was really to show that like these very innocuous words that my friend said to me, probably not thinking that it would have such a huge impact on me or my psyche or my life. She said it as a 10 year old who probably was just being blunt and didn't really realize what she was saying. And it affected me so much that it took me a while to even put myself out there again like that. So the story kind of popped into my head the other day and it kind of made me look at this one moment and these few words that stuck with me for 20 years and I started to wonder, you know, why that is and why these words do stick with us. So I kind of did some research as I tend to do and we all know the phrase sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt me. Well, words can hurt but, you know, This sticks and stones phrase is supposed to say that like your words are rubber, mine are glue, like that whole thing that it doesn't really impact us as much as physical pain would. But there have been scientific studies that actually show that positive and negative words not only affect us on a deep psychological level, I mean, clearly ask 10 year old Danielle, but they have a significant impact on the outcome of our lives. So You know, those words of that really wasn't your best in the middle of a performing atmosphere probably lent itself to the time that I was going to perform in college and I backed out because I was afraid. And I didn't know it at the time, but that's definitely a part of it. There is a neuroscience experiment literally called Do Words Hurt? Maria Richter and collaborating scientists, they basically monitored the subject's brain responses to negative words, either listening to them or seeing them. And during the process, they discovered that painful or negative words actually increase, and stay with me because I am not a scientific person, but negative words increase implicit processing within the subgenual interior cingulate cortex. Basically, what all of that means, for those of us who have no idea what I just said, it means that negative words release stress and anxiety-inducing hormones. Hence, me being told that I sucked live on stage basically elicited me wanting to hysterically cry. I did not, though, which I'm very proud of 10-year-old Danielle for not doing that because at 29, I cry over everything. So honestly, like, bravo, girl. Additionally, though, a study found increased levels of anxiety in children associated with higher rates of negative self-talk. Now, self-talk, we all know, it's the stuff you say to yourself. Pretty self-explanatory, but... It's the negative stuff you say. It's the positive stuff you say. And that stuff contributes to long-term anxiety. That stuff contributes to self-worth. Additionally, just like how holding negative thoughts in our mind induces stress and anxiety hormones, positive thoughts also have an effect on us, obviously. In the Words Can Change Your Brain book by Dr. Andrew Newberg, a neuroscientist at Thomas Jefferson University, And Mark Robert Waldman, a communications expert, said that a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. According to those two experts, exercising positive thoughts can quite literally change your reality, which is crazy to think. I've always heard about being positive and putting positive out there. And we all know about manifestation, which I definitely need to do an episode on because I have no idea how it works, but I know that I should be doing it. So maybe we'll try to go back to the basics of positive manifestation, but you know, one thing at a time. So positive self-talk, positive words can really change your life just like the negative ones can. And over time, they say that sustained positive thinking 
actually changes the way that your brain works. It's the perception of the self and those around us. And holding a positive view of ourselves helps train our brain to see the good in others. So basically, all of the really smart people are saying that if you consistently think positive, if you use positive words, if those around you use positive words, not only can it change how you see yourself, but it can change how you see everything else, which obviously grants you the ability to change your life. So just like how 10-year-old Danielle had that negative self-talk because of the negative outer talk that was happening about her little singing, um, if I had just been told, good job, who knows what would have happened, right? Words are so, so powerful and they do so much more to us than I think we realize. And just as a side note, um, language is also so important for other aspects of your life. Uh, If you've ever realized that using certain words on like a job application or on a cover letter or anything like that, that's because words matter in all aspects of our lives. I mean, there have been times, trust me, where I have applied to many a job and I always wondered if I just changed a word or a sentence or a phrase, if it would have changed something. So it's just something to think about that words really do matter and Even the simplest of words can change how we operate. So, you know, in this book, Words Can Change Your Brain, a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. So positive words like peace and love alter the expression of our genes and strengthen areas in our frontal lobes, promoting the brain's cognitive functioning. I'm using a lot of big words, but basically what they're saying is that the positive words elicit positive reactions in our us, in our brains, and in the way that we deal with things. You know, and on the other side, a single negative word can increase the activity in our fear center of the brain. I'm not going to try to say the word, but that releases dozens of stress producing hormones, which interrupts our brain's functioning, you know, which then leads to the downward spiral that sometimes we all fall on, all because of a single word. So words matter. And I know personally from experience, you know, that story I told you at the beginning of 10-year-old Danielle having this, you know, three or four sentence thing said to me that totally disrupted how I felt about my entire experience. And it really shaped how I proceeded after that, even if it wasn't something that I consciously knew about. But, you know, a memory got triggered and then I realized, oh, wait, here's this good memory of me singing a solo in fifth grade and rocking it out, you know, hashtag Hannah Montana who. But, you know, next to that was the negative that came with it. And, you know, those words mattered. They matter. And in the same breath, I wanted to do this episode about words um, because I know the power of them. I think we all know the power of them, right? Like within pop culture, within history, there are so many amazing phrases and words that really elicited so much change within the world. I mean, off the top of my head, you have Martin Luther King Jr., I Have a Dream. And from that launched an entire civil rights movement that we are still seeing and feeling the effects of today. And I mean, things like that, you know, we have JFK, you know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Um, Obviously, those are historical. But I mean, even let's go back to the most basic of them all, Mean Girls. The words in Mean Girls mattered. 
because the girls were mean. They were writing these mean things in this burn book, just having fun, not thinking anything of it. They knew they were being mean, but they didn't think anyone would see them because it was this private burn book. And then when it got released to the public, we all know the scene where the girls go crazy. Well, because those words matter. And it's important to realize that. And not only for what we hear. And, you know, if you've heard something, someone said something, and it affects you and you kind of wonder why, well, now you know it has to do with your brain doing all the crazy things the brain does that we don't understand, but also the things that you say matter. And in the positive way, you know, what you have to say matters, what your voice wants to say. I always say that getting into radio, getting into audio was me finding my voice. But as I've grown and I've changed and my goals continually change, I realize it's also about helping others find their voice and, I don't know, helping others know they're not alone and sharing these experiences together. So your voice matters, your words matter, and the words that are said to you matter. So 10-year-old Danielle having that negative phrase sticking in her head 20 years later, I mean, who would think that I would remember something like that, this small, like, five-second thing that happened to me? But it really affected how I saw myself and how I proceeded to do things. Um, I mean, it's, it's just important. And I have had other phrases and words and things since that I definitely will never forget. Down to some interesting text messages I've gotten in my life that I will never forget um, that have you know affected me. And I know they've affected me to this day. Because words matter. And even if you're fighting with someone, it's important to know that that's a thing. Words are important, okay? I mean, that's why we have literature and that's why we have books and that's why we have podcasts because words are important. So all of this to say that the impact of what you have to say is important and the impact of what others say to you is important. If you feel like certain words have hurt you in the past, it's okay because That is quite literally and scientifically what they do. Words affect us and our brain, which affects everything. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, Just because I had this memory the other day, which I actually don't remember why I had this memory. I was singing some Christmas songs and all of a sudden I just kind of had this memory of like Christmas concerts of the past because I was in chorus and then I was in band and this time of year is like preparing for the winter concerts and all those crazy things and then it just I think kind of went from there you ever have like a thought and then it branches off into like 40 different thoughts and you end up really far from where you started and then you have to kind of like trace back where you went that's exactly what happened but I figured if it took me like a good 20 minutes of just randomly thinking and overthinking and trying to connect the dots of why this mattered and if it mattered, and realizing that these words mattered. Well, I figured if it took me that long to figure it out, then it was worth a podcast episode, and it was worth getting back to the basics of words with you. Plus, these episodes are really fun for me because it's you and me, and I get to talk about my experiences and things that I want to learn or things I'm just interested in, or in this case, something that randomly popped into my head and I decided to look into. So basically... All of that to say, words can transform us, words can transform our reality, and I hope that my words help you in some way or inspire you or, I don't know, maybe just make you smile or laugh at me or with me. I'm good with either. I've been either, both, neither, all of my life. So I am here for that, and I hope that if you want to speak 
if you feel like certain words that have been said to you have hurt you, I hope you know that you're not alone because, well, the whole point of this episode, you know, words are important. The good, the bad, the ugly, they are important. And I hope that all of these words have meant something to you and that you've enjoyed and maybe learned something because I definitely learned something. I am not a science person. I put off science classes in college until my very last semester. And it's still interesting though. I love psychology and the brain and how all that stuff works. So now we know and we learned that certain words trigger effects in our brain that cause stress and anxiety hormones and can lead to us shaping our own reality. So I am going to let those words kind of fizzle out from fifth grade because I know that I did my best as a 10-year-old. So next time when karaoke presents itself, I will go up there because you know what? Life is too short to care about those things. And I can sing sometimes. Still need to work on the way I say that and self-talk, but the way we talk to ourselves is important and that's what this whole thing's about. So I'm going to change it and I'm going to say I can sing and you know what? I will see you in front of a microphone because, well, microphones are my life apparently in some way or another. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed. I hope that you rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things. Follow me on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. Follow the podcast at Back to Basic Podcast. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with. I have a lot of great interviews coming up. And let me know what you want me to get back to basic about, what you want me to break down next time. Because I have fun with it and I love talking to you. Mano y mano. And anyway, I will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.